everything paranormal. Para-X. The views expressed and the opinions given by the individual host and their guests do not necessarily reflect those of Para-X, its affiliates, or its sponsors. The Gathering. The supernatural world can be a dark, intimidating, and scary place. We gather to shine light on the mysterious and misunderstood aspects of the paranormal world. We bring to the table years of experience as mediums, healing channels, and paranormal investigators. We share true stories from our experiences to dispel fear where we can and help you discover the amazing layers that make up the paranormal world. You are invited to gather around the metaphysical table with us and discuss the worlds of the unseen on The Gathering Radio Show. Hey everybody, welcome to The Gathering Radio Show here on the Para-X Radio Network. My name is Heidi. And I'm Stephanie, and welcome to Tech Tuesday. It is a Tech Tuesday. It'll be kind of fun. We haven't done one of these for a while. No, we haven't. So I'm excited for that. Yeah. So how have you been? I've been good. Um, busy. Um, I don't know. Whatever. You know, we're just we're trying to get ready for this paranormal conference. So we were at uh, a bunch of us in the sim crew got together and we're making things for the conference. That was pretty wild but we also brought on a new member of the team which was super fun and we were supposed to have a meeting during that time too and it never happened but (laughs) you know hopefully this week we'll do it but we were supposed to get out in the woods on Saturday and I tell you what I had such a migraine this weather that we're having is just bad news right so um I don't know I think because it's up and down and up and down and it's just not good for the head but we're we're hoping to get out there this Saturday, but no, of course, this Saturday it's supposed to be like intense heat, but maybe. But and are you I don't be... even know. Maybe the bugs are still really intense out there. I it just all it just we just haven't been out there for a while, so we're itching to get out in the woods. Are you going up north? Did you no, say? we're just gonna here? I think we're gonna we're either gonna go to our research area, you know, where the stick structures yeah. are. We haven't been there for a very long time. So we thought It'd be just interesting to see what? what's going on. Over yes, there. yes. We like to kind of leave that alone for a year and a half or two and then go back and see what's shaken. Um, so we might go there, depending on the bugs. If the bugs are super bad, then we'll do a shorter excursion and go to another area that we like. But no, we're not going up north. We are have it in the agenda to go north soon, though. I think mm-hmm. next month, maybe. I don't. I can't remember. But yeah, because we have a lot of stuff going on up there. So we need to get up there and look around. And like I said, you know, it's it's hard to be out of the woods when you used to be in them and there's so much. But, the you know, the bugs have been so bad here. It's like, yeah, it's insane. So, yeah. you know, we do it. No. And we usually do that. We usually we usually, you know, they're they're They can fly off with us is what I'm saying, because they're so big and so many. Um, and last time we were up north, they virtually did that. I mean, we couldn't even stop and look at anything on our trek because they were just like Lador- Ladora said, Steph, you are covered head to toe. 
you know, and I'm like, great. And I even used the DEET, you know what I mean? The, the, big, the heavy stuff, you know? So that's when we decided, well, oh, we're not doing this for a couple months, but yeah, so I'm excited to get out. But yeah, so that and, well, I don't know. I just feel like every day is another story, right? And there's just mm-hmm. a lot going on. How about you? Uh, very, very busy again. I was actually communicating with one of the contacts I have in community ed and she's like, okay, your classes are filled <laughs> and it's for October, right? Mm-hmm. And so I thought, okay, I mean, they're the paranormal investigating classes, right? They're just right. going bonkers. And yeah. so I'm adding more classes in and I don't have a lot of dates left in my schedule from September through November because it's full and I was showing you my I have I I put out these calendars I write out these calendars Mm -hmm. so that I can look at everything in one because I keep my calendar on my phone right it's Mm -hmm. on my my Google calendar my Gmail calendar whatever and so but I I print out a a calendar so that I can map it all out at once and see you know so I don't need overlaps or anything and I have like six or seven classes a month of for paranormal investigating and you know similar so it's going to be mm-hmm. wild this mm-hmm. fall and mm-hmm. but yeah paranormal investigating has been going bananas oh. which is fun it's good it's fun yeah so yeah. we'll see but it's nice too that i'm getting into some new locations i'm in that location coming back on thursday to your neck of the woods oh yeah the one in saint anthony, anthony. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm excited to get back in there because we had some, we had some kind of interesting activity, and we were only investigating for like 15 minutes because it's just this little snip at the end of the class just to give you a little trial. You know, you grab a piece of equipment, we go investigate for 15, 20 minutes, and then we end the class, right? Mm-hmm. And so this is just investigating for this class, and so right. it'll be interesting to sit a little longer and see what is going on because Did it they was say what used active. to be there because that building is pretty new i mean that's like it looks new yeah a decade maybe maybe it's a little bit older but i mm-hmm. can't remember what was there before you know i know the high school is right there behind there and i remember when they built that whole center there and but i sure can't remember what was there first so i'm just wondering if it was like an old building or was it a park or was it empty space i I can't remember because I can't remember where the police department was, if it was yeah. there or somewhere else. I, I don't What's know. interesting is when we booked the, the classes, I asked, you know, is there a building in the school district that would be good for this? You know, is there anything kind of mm-hmm. older? I mean, not that older means haunted. Yeah. That's not I mean, how it, it works nothing. at all. Yep. But sometimes older, if it's a little rundown, it might be kind of creepy and it kind of adds to the effect, right? It kind of gets people in the mood. Yeah. for investigating and so they're like no but we have this this building that's actually part of the police department is on one side and then the community ads on the other side and people say that there's weird stuff that happens there and i'm like all right that's it let's do it there mm-hmm. so yeah a building that's maybe 10 years old yeah, it's i mean not it's old. quite new it's very it's nice yeah. And it's active because it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you know i was telling someone this about um, some of the places that we go and it's like you don't have to have anybody that's died or anything Mm-mm. tragic to Mm-mm. have paranormal activity Mm-mm. in a location Mm-mm. Mm-mm. so i'm excited wow. to get into that um yeah and we'll see we'll see what happens i mean it's 
I don't know. I hope some more people sign up because we have some space for it. It's like, oh my gosh, people, come and check this out because you're not going to be able to get into these buildings and investigate otherwise, right? Right. I mean, right. you can't just go into a building oh. that is attached to a police department and do a paranormal no. investigation, <laughs> no. right? It's just not happening. So no. if you're in the Twin Cities area and you want to do a little investigating, sign up for this community ed class on Thursday. Yeah. Come with yep. Come with me. Yeah, you should. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask um, people and see if they remember what was there because I sure don't. But whoever you're working with there should know what was there before that building. Well, you know what's funny is that nobody's there. Oh, (laughs) we're there. Oh, I don't know. It's I've never had this happen before where they they get me into the building and then they're like, good luck. Make sure the door locks when you leave. Oh, I'm I'm like, what? What? Maybe because they're attached to the police department, you know, and so they kind of figure be. it know, could who's be going to go in there. But you know, honestly, I've never had that happen where they're like, "All right, good luck." <laughs> Make sure I get in, and they're like, "Well, <laughs> do you want me to?" They're like, "Just, le- just leave. It'll lock behind you. Just make sure everybody leaves." I'm like, "Okay, I yeah. will do that." I, yeah, yeah. Oh, Whole loads of trust on that one, which I appreciate, <laughs> but. And we don't well, take advantage you know, of it. We're kind of lax up in this neck of the woods. You know what I mean? It doesn't really surprise me. But at the same yeah. time, I'm like, ooh. But yeah, so I will let you know if I hear anything definite because I sure don't remember what was there. But yeah, um, I'll have to look up the, I don't know if yeah. there's anywhere that shows, mm-hmm. like if you look up an address, if it shows the history at that address, mm-hmm. like I don't, if anybody knows out there, if you're listening and you go into the chat room and say, I hey, don't even this. remember. I don't even remember where City Hall was. Well, because I didn't, you know, it's so close, but yet so far, right? I didn't really have anything to do with St. Anthony Village because, you know, I grew up in Northeast Minneapolis and now mm-hmm. I live, I have one foot in New Brighton and one foot in Columbia Heights where I live, you know? So those are the places that I know. But um, yeah, I don't know. The village is a different place too. They're different there <laughs> than the rest of us. But um, yeah, fun stuff. So yeah, and like I like we were talking about before the show, oh my gosh, the calls that we're fielding. And I know Jerry sent one over to you because he didn't think we could help this one, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, but we have just gone bonkers, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just am like, oh my god, they're doing a, you know, they have something going on on Saturday, this Saturday, um, and there's just a lot of stuff in the planning, you know. And I know you said your phones have been kind of ringing off the wall too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's been, it's been, and I don't, I mean, the cases that we're getting is, they're not, I mean, some of them, yeah, there's stuff happening that's concerning, but some of them are just, you know, like fun, fun Mm -hmm. investigations Mm -hmm. and nobody's getting hurt. Nobody's scared. They're just wondering. And so, you know, I'm trying to give those out to teams that are, wanting more experience, right? Yep. You know, because it feels okay to turn something like that over to a team that's just getting started. They want some experience and they know to reach out for help if something, you know, happens that they just don't know how to handle. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, because otherwise you just can't do them all. How are you going to go through all that evidence and get back? It's like, we can't. No, I know Jerry turns a lot of to different teams too that we know of because we just, we can't, we just, we're busy. You know, so, and then, you know, Katie and I are both in, in, in cryptid chicks, so we have that too. And it's like, well, okay, we can't do all this. So, but 
it's fun trying to juggle it all. Um, one of the things I was going to say is, you know, I haven't seen, okay, so it's totally different, totally different steps, you know, moving gears. We're talking about what we're doing. I have not seen or heard my all friends for a while now. And I keep going, you know, every morning, I, a few mornings a week, Millie and I get over there before sunrise, right? Mm-hmm. More It's the funnest time to be in the woods because, oh my gosh, the deer are everywhere. And I've had does standing in front of me with their babies and they stand there and they're not afraid. Here's the thing. They're not afraid of us. They, they stand like 10 feet away from me. And I'm like, well, hi, do you not want us to come this way? You know? And then they stamp their foot like, yeah, no, you're not coming this way. Right? Like this is, this is, this is us right now. And I'm like, the other day they did that. And I had Melly with, and I'm like, you know, Melly's pretty, Melly's pretty cranky, and sh- she's not going to go back. So we're going to have to come this way. This dog just kind of looked at me, eyeball to eyeball, and she had two, she had twin um, fawns with her, you know. And finally, she walked off the trail, and all three of them stood like I don't know, ten feet away, watching us as we walked by. I mean, they're the funniest. They're so funny this year. And one one day I was up there and I decided to take a different way home. And so I walked through all this brush and it was really high and I had my arms up because it wasn't really a trail. And and here was a doe standing in front of me, like six feet away. And I'm like, oh. Well, hi, you know, and she did the same thing. She just looked at me. I said, I suppose I can't come that way now, huh? You know, and she just kind of looked at me and she had a fun with her too. And she's like, she stamped that foot. I've never had a deer stamp foot at me before, you know, and I'm like, okay, I'm leaving. See ya. Like I took a picture. <laughs> I said, I'm not before I get a picture. Then I went back down. But today, so I haven't seen my owls or heard them. And today I was just thinking about this and we're, you know, I'm talking to the nature spirits and I'm like, where are my owls? You know, I just, I hope they're okay. I know they're okay. You know, I mean, those babies got to be five months old now, right? So they're not young by any way. And so as we're walking down the main trail, so then we got to the main asphalt trail after being in the woods and here comes an owl just gliding right in front of us and in the trees, you know, and I'm like, oh, well, thank you. Now I know they're still here. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was so cool. It's so funny. I always say, ask and you shall receive. Um, So Jerry's saying it's the old police station in St. Anthony. I don't even remember what it looked like, though. So the old police station was in the same spot as where the new one is now? So I... I kind of do remember that. So they must have torn that old one down and built that whole community center because I don't believe they had a community center before they built that building, you know? So that was kind of a whole new thing that they built. It's such a, it's kind of a weird deal because they're connected inside. Yep. There's just this hallway that goes from the community center to the police station. And yep. it's like, really? Which is That's, odd, isn't it? It's, it is odd, you know, because... Yeah. There's like, hey, friendly community kids <laughs> stuff going on and then jail. Yeah, <laughs> you and know? then jail. So, <laughs> so if it was the jail, so here's what I'm thinking. If it was the jail, you know, the old jail, and that probably had been there for many, many years, I'm thinking. Um, who knows what occurred in that jail, you know? So there might still be some old inmates hanging around in there, you know? It could be. I'll have to ask now because mm-hmm. I wasn't, 
I, I knew it was not an old building, so I wasn't sure what was there before. But now that might give me some ideas of how to ask, you know, mm-hmm. what kind of questions to ask on Thursday mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe someone was there when they were cuffed and stuffed back yes. in the day. And now they're back to get revenge. No, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, not that there's ever a lot of stuff going on up in this neck of the woods, but I'm sure every once in a while there is, you know. And so, I mean, well, who knows? And, but- I mean... Yeah, who knows? Back in the day, I mean, there could have been like bootlegging or, you know, illegal gambling or something like that, you know, some kind of, you know, seedy underbelly of society (laughs) happening, you know, hiding out, whatever, you know. Yeah, interesting stuff. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and it's really odd, actually, when you talk about this, that although I'm trying to think now, Columbia Heights, when they, the police department used to be, they used to have City Hall, and then underneath City Hall, it was the police department. So, but it wasn't a community center, right? It was, but then Merzen Hall is right there. So I don't know. Maybe it's not as odd as we think. But now they're totally separate. Now the police department has a big building, and they're connected with the fire department, and they're together. And I believe in New Brighton, it's the same thing. They have two separate departments, but kind of close, but not the same building, you know. So yeah, interesting. So there's just a hallway from the community center down to the police department. Yeah, it's just an open, <laughs> it's an open, it, the building is like an L shape. So mm-hmm. the community center is facing one way and then the police station is facing the other. And there's this hallway just in between the two in the yep. middle of this L that just connects them. It's open. There's no, yep. there's no doorway. There's no yep. locked anything. It's just, just jog through here and now you're at the police station. And I think that's so weird. I don't know why I think it's weird, but I also think it's weird that they just left me there. Yeah. <laughs> just shut the Good door luck. behind you, make sure it's locked. <laughs> yep. Well, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I thought, well, I technically I'm not alone alone because I'm sure there's folks over at the police station. Absolutely. But Absolutely. Anyway, well, yeah, at least one be, or two, you know, I don't know. I I, it's not like a city police department, that's for sure. But yeah, I'm sure. No, but still, sure. I mean, I saw yeah. someone pull in when we pulled into the parking lot. I saw a police officer pull into the other side of the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So I know there's someone there and mm-hmm. sure there's someone. Exactly. I don't know. It'll be, that's good to know though, that this could have been a police station before was there and so that might give me some good questions to ask Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. our investigation yeah i wish i could remember i just i don't remember that at all i kind of remember an old old building there but i sure don't remember that you know but i'm gonna have to do some they had to have a police department somewhere right so maybe you know and he says absolutely so i probably was and then they just decided to make that community center to go with it you know but yeah no cool well it'll be interesting to see what you come up with if you say something like oh are you cuffed or you know what's going on (laughs) jerry got a kick out of my cuffed and stuff i know (laughs) cuffed and stuff jail jail time for you honey (laughs) (laughs) goodness well so tonight we're going to talk about paranormal equipment and equipment that we use both well like a lot of the, I take my several things from the paranormal world right into the woods with us too, you know? Mm-hmm. So, and there's quite a bit, there's quite a bit of equipment. So we thought we'd maybe kind of talk about the different things and what we think about them and maybe what our favorite things are 
and the the other use, you know, like the other use to be in the woods and why we would bring a K2 meter in the woods, for example. So mm-hmm. you want to start? Yeah. So, okay. For any kind of investigating, you know, again, paranormal, cryptid, doesn't matter. There's a couple of things that I will not go without. Mm-hmm. And they're not expensive. They're not fancy. But they're my favorite. They're they're my favorites. I could whittle it down to one, my one favorite. But mm-hmm. uh, I'll say my top three would be a K2 meter. Mm-hmm. It's a regular K2 meter. Mm-hmm. A um, voice recorder. Mm-hmm. And flashlight. Mm-hmm. Which I know sounds silly and it's such a basic little set. But I would, I'd be happy, a happy little camper with those three pieces of equipment doing a paranormal investigation. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, you and I have always maintained that, you know, the rest of the equipment is, is cool and it's fun to have and it makes it entertaining when you're investigating, but really all you really need. Now I would add a fourth thing, which would be a still camera, a still digital camera. I mean, it's fun to have the video cameras, but I think you always need to have a still Mm-hmm digital camera to take pictures with. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I do like having the digital cameras. I always forget mm-hmm. to take pictures though. So someone else would need to do that. I, yeah. I like having them, but I can't remember to take them to save mm-hmm. my life, really. Yeah. And so I that's have, why it's not in my top three. Well, yeah, I forget. And I, <laughs> yeah. And see, because I'm such a photographer, I love it. But but I just have a old, mine is an old, it's an old polar. I think it's a Polaroid. And it's got pr- pretty good megapixel, but it's, it's you know, it's got, it's like a, just, there's no zoom or anything, right? You know, mm-hmm. and it just takes pictures and fabulous. You know, you don't need a big expensive thing, you know? And I know Katie, a lot of times she brings her big SLR camera, you know, like my, um, uh, like my big Canon with the, with the lens. And that's fine too, but I think they're cumbersome. I think you're better off just having a little Instamatic, you know, that you can, take pictures with Mariah and our team used to bring a, um, she liked to have those, those throw, those disposable throwaway cameras, you know, like people used to have at weddings and then she would have them developed, which is fun. I mean, we've talked about this and how it's kind of fun to use the old school stuff once in a while, like the ones with the real film and like the voice recorders with the real tape, just to see what else you might get. I think it's kind of interesting. Yep. I I have an investigator that does that. She'll bring a digital camera and a film camera mm-hmm. and use both of them and take mm-hmm. pictures at the same, like she'll take a picture with the digital, then she'll take pictures with the, the, still, the film camera mm-hmm. and she'll be able to compare them. You know, mm-hmm. like, do I see it in this versus that? You know, do you yep. have a photo, like you have a photo here for a digital camera and you have the exact same thing in a print picture. Mm-hmm. Do you mm-hmm. see the same things? And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it is, it is interesting, but I'm just, I'm not a camera photo kind of person. So I forget. Yeah. And so yeah. I need someone to do that. Cause I just won't, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Probably cause yeah. I don't like being in pictures. So I don't like taking pictures. I just don't like, I don't like it. So I don't think mm-hmm. about it and I have no interest. Yeah. So, and that's yeah. okay. That's okay. Yeah, you totally. Know? And I'm glad there are people that do like it because I just, I can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I almost always, and you know, a lot of people will bring, like, even when we had King Sisters Paranormal on, they said they used their cameras or their phones to take pictures. And, mm-hmm. 
You know, I, I don't think that's bad. I when we're investigating in the woods, I almost always use my phone for pictures. But th- but that's a whole different subject matter. Mm-hmm. I I do think phones, even when they're on airplane no airplane mode, can interfere with our paranormal equipment. What do you think? I agree. I I don't trust phones mm-hmm. because I I mean, who is I was talking about this with someone the other day. And I said, I don't trust, oh, it was at my paranormal meetup. Mm-hmm. I think it was at the paranormal meetup. Anyway, I was talking about the, the apps and the phones. I said, I don't trust them. Oh, I said, no. you don't know what was, how those apps were made in your phone and the things in your phone that you have no idea what kind of yes. programming is in there that will do things outside of your settings. Like mm-hmm. you could have it set to be on airplane mode. You could have it set to be on whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't. I just don't trust them. And mm-hmm. yeah, when I'm out on an investigation or doing something for my business and I need a couple of pictures to put up on social media, be like, hey, here we are, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll use my phone because yeah. it's quick, it's easy, and I can Absolutely. post right to social media. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But otherwise, I don't take pictures. No. And it, I'm, you know, it's terrible for my business too because I don't take pictures and I need people, people want to see like stuff that we've done and then I don't take pictures. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> people do like, I mean, it's that that time of our lives right it's just the time everybody wants to see everything all the time you know um yeah so and plus i do think that they interfere with other pieces of equipment like k2s yeah even if they're in airplane mode i do think they interfere with you know millimeters k2 meters whatever you know we even found that when we did that seance from your studio the last time. The last time, remember, it was just mm-hmm. a little bit different, but not too much. But still, there was just a little bit, you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure with the whole airplane mode, how you know that, whatever. Because I think for as many times as people have had cell phones during investigations. And they've had it on airplane mode and nothing happens. I mean, you can't tell me that your phone's not sending and receiving. I mean, if it's, mm-hmm. if there's still something coming through when it's on airplane mode, something's going to set off that equipment. And when we have our phones on airplane mode, I don't see anything, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and we try, like, we'll try and leave them somewhere else anyway and keep them away right. from the equipment. Right. But, um, I'm not as worried about that. You know, it's interesting because any of the, like the smartwatches and things like that mm-hmm. too, you got to be careful with that stuff. And, if, you know, if you have your phone on airplane mode, does that yeah. mean your smartwatch? I don't have a smartwatch. I don't know. Does that mean your smartwatch also goes on airplane mode? Or if you no. forget to put your so. smartwatch in airplane mode, could that be setting off the equipment too, right? I guess I got to try that. I got to try that. I'll have to put my phone on airplane mode and see, see what happens with the phone and see if it, or the watch and see if it, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I mean, I'm, anything that sends and receives, yep. which are, you know, any of those trackers, the watches, you know, mm-hmm. the the bracelets that track mm-hmm. steps or whatever. I mean, all of that, you you kind of have to wonder. Yeah. Leave it off. You're going to do an investigation. Right. That's what I think. Yep. Yeah. I agree. And um, yeah, as far as far as these applications on the phone for ghost hunting. Oh, come on. Really? I know. Just my opinion. But, and if you're going to use a voice recorder on your phone, the phone has to be on, right? I don't think that can be in airplane mode to use. Yeah, voice it usually can. Oh, can it? Oh, okay. Yeah. I guess I, know I mean, your phone is just recording. It's just recording an audio. It's That's not true. sending or receiving it. 
So sure. it should be able so to work could. on airplane mode, but I don't do it. We we were talking about mm-hmm. that too. I don't use my phone for anything if I can mm-hmm. help it. Mm-hmm. Right. For the main reason, I don't want my battery to be drained. And if you start using your phone, oh, gosh. it's like a signal to whoever you're out there with that like, hey, go ahead and drain any of my pieces of equipment, Absolutely. including this thing. And it, yep. I don't want my phone drained. Oh. <laughs> don't oh, touch my enough, phone. We have enough stuff that it drains already. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Nope, I agree. Usually we, we have a team thing and they all go off once we get into the site, you know, mm-hmm. so or left in the you know, car or whatever. You know, what's interesting is we were talking about uh, digital versus the the analog and the the actual tape recorders. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and I saw Jerry in the chat room had had kind of listed that, too. And it's funny because I had, I think I've told the story, I had an investigator who used a tape recorder to record audio. Yeah. And I didn't know she had used a tape recorder. I thought she used a digital voice recorder. And she said she got someone's name. I don't know, it was mine, hers, someone. And said, I heard, let's say it's her name. She goes, I heard Mm -hmm. someone say my name. And I'm like, oh, cool. You have to clip Mm -hmm. that and send it to me so I can post it. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I said, we'll just clip it and send it. I thought that she, we we're talking digital, right? I'm like, just clip it and send it. And she's like, I don't know what you mean. I'm like, oh, okay, bring your recorder in and I'll I'll do it. Mm-hmm. So she brings it in and she thought I was going to get a scissors out and clip the tape. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a tape. A tape. Like a little tape. It was a mini cassette, right? Yeah. And I thought, well, I don't know what to do with this. I don't know what to do. So I'm curious, like, what do you do if you're using an actual tape recorder? How do you get your evidence off of that, right? Well, I'm guessing if it's good enough evidence, you could take a regular digital voice recorder and record it. Well, that's what I did. I recorded her tape with my recorder. Did it work? But it wasn't very clear. And so it ended up being just junk. By the time I recorded it, it was junk. I suppose there's people that have equipment that could do that but yeah i don't know anybody that could i don't know anybody either probably those yeah i don't i don't even know what kind of equipment you'd have to do that you know because it's like it's like tapes you know they want to put them on digital or or you know you send them in pictures and stuff so they put them on digital so that kind of equipment but so i know yeah i know it can be done but i don't Mm -hmm. don't know and i'm Mm -hmm. not going to go pay someone to do it i mean unless it's like stellar yeah, stellar right. evidence, and right. I'm like, yeah, I'm shelling out the money for this because this will be worth it. No, yeah, no, no absolutely not. not. Doing it. Okay, well, you know what? We have blown through 30 minutes, so we need to go to commercial breaks. Uh, so everyone, stay with us. This is the Gathering Radio Show right here on the Para X Radio Network. As you go about your daily life, look closer. Every year across America, a staggering 4.2 million youth are homeless or trafficked. Covenant House is the national leader providing safe housing for youth, 50 years strong. Every youth who walks into Covenant House gets clean clothes, hot meals, medical care, and a safe place to sleep. So look closer at Covenant House and help us fight youth homelessness. To help or get help, go to covenanthouse.org. Are you haunted by shadow people in the middle of the night? Do you secretly love all things creepy and spooky, enjoying ghost stories and horror fiction from the best storytellers? Do you have a true ghost experience you want to share, but no one will believe you? If yes, listen to the professionals on What Are You Afraid of? Horror Paranormal Show, Friday nights at 9 p.m. on Para-X Radio and at www.whatareyouafraidofpodcast.com. What What Are You Afraid afraid of on on Para-X? 
our creepy and demented hosts are on call to provide you with all your spooky needs with true ghost stories, interviews, indie music, and new horror fiction. We are ready to scare you. Sarah X. Are you looking for a supernatural radio show that is informative and fun? A show with topics such as ghosts, Bigfoot, psychic energy, spirits, cryptids, and more hosted by paranormal investigators with years of investigations under their belts? Then look no further than The Calling 2.0, powered by The Sim Crew, hosted by paranormal investigator Jerry and psychic medium Valentina, along with others. Tune in Wednesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, only on the Para-X Radio Network. Welcome back to the Gathering Radio Show on the Para-X Radio Network, and we're talking about our favorite pieces of paranormal investigating equipment. So far, we've only talked about our favorites. I know. <laughs> we haven't talked about the ones that we think are wah-wah. Wah-wah-wah. Not we fun. <laughs> we get into tangents here, you know what I mean? Well, okay, one thing that I do like to use on paranormal investigations that isn't used very often, I don't think, and it's an old school technique, are the are the dowsing rods. I still think those yeah. are fun to use, especially for communication, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, you know, we won't get anything on K2s, but man, those dowsing rods are just going crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they I are, like using them. I make them. And they're mm-hmm. fun to use uh, mm-hmm. on investigations. But yeah, I haven't brought mine out for a while. Maybe I should do that on yeah. Thursday. Maybe I'll bring some Thursday. I think so. I I really enjoy those. I know that we had, I don't always bring mine either. But when I do, it's all, we're always amazed, right? We're mm-hmm. always amazed. And I know when we talked to King Sisters Paranormal, they talked about how when we did the investigation with them. And they were really good at, good at it. And um Wow, they were getting all kinds of stuff, you know, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, those are so fun. I forgot about them, you know, but I, yeah, I'm going to start putting them in my kit, too, to take them all the time because I don't know. Yeah. either. I might bring mine on Thursday and just see what happens because that mm-hmm. might be kind of, might be kind of interesting. I think so. I think see they're awesome. Shows up and- at the old police station. Mm-hmm. They're also a good thing. You know, they're also a good thing. I have taken them out in the woods, too, because, you know, we come across these portals and those kinds of things. You know, you know, you're in the right spot when they go, you know, it's mm-hmm. they're really good barometers for that, I guess you can say. Yep. Yeah, I might bring mine Thursday. Mm-hmm. And, so, you know, especially in a place that has, you know, if there's a, like we're thinking maybe there was an old police station on the site mm-hmm. and now there's a new one but on the old one if there's people connected to the old one something like that they might actually be familiar with mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. that was a thing people oh, dowsing rods yeah they used for, sure. for all sorts of things so yeah yeah maybe i'll bring those on thursday yeah good I think good deal old school but it works and it works really yep. well i think 
you know, now that is something that, you know, it's not, unless you have it on film or voice record, you know, hopefully they'll, we'll get some EVPs or whatever, but unless you're filming it, it's really not evidence, but you know, okay. So here's the other thing. So we're out there to get evidence. And I heard this person on a radio show one time and she was asked, what is your favorite piece of paranormal equipment? And do you know what her answer was? What? Myself. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you said that? Well, I'm not going to say who. But, oh, sorry. You know, because <laughs> because she's, well, she's intuitive like we are, right? And she senses those energies and whatever. And yeah, we know, but, but we're out there to get the proof, right? So yeah, I can say all day, oh, look, here's Charlie, the spirit. But unless we can get proof, it doesn't matter. And I'm like, that's a real snotty thing to say. That's kind of exactly what I thought. I'm like, oh my, okay, we're full of ourselves today. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe they didn't mean it like that. You know, maybe that they just really have a lot of faith in their abilities. Yeah. Well, I just, if I'm going to be, I'm trying to give this person the benefit of the doubt because I don't know who it is and I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to assume. But if I'm doing an actual paranormal investigation and I'm not being called to be an intuitive or medium Mm -hmm. for the case, then I want to put everything through the equipment. Absolutely. I need to prove it. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. I agree a thousand percent because this is what we do. Right. I mean, like I said, we can go in all day and say, Oh yeah, here's Charlie the spirit. But if you don't have proof, it doesn't mean a hill of beans really, you know, so, yeah. all right, I just had to put that out there because it made me think of it. I'm not sure why, but I'm looking at these kits. So they have these, I Googled paranormal equipment kits, and I thought maybe we could just talk about it. And, you know, if you're just beginning in this, I just think it's ridiculous to have all of this equipment because like we said, our favorite things are the basic things. And we've been doing this for years, right? I always tell people, even newbies on our team, you know, if you come with a flashlight and a voice recorder to start out with and a piece of paper and a pencil, you're good. You're gold, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, a lot of this other stuff is fun. It's fun. It makes the experience funner, but it's not really necessary. And all of these ghost hunting equip- equipment, well, some of them, some of it is good. I mean, some of them have millimeters. Some of them have thermometers. It's always good to have a thermometer. Some of them have yep. EMF meters, like the real kind, you know, that mm-hmm. the electricians have. I do have one of those, too. Yeah, um, I do, too. But, and some of them have flashlights, but not all of them have flashlights, which is interesting, right? Which is interesting. But they all have voice recorders. Yeah, you need a voice recorder. I agree with that. But, okay, so some of the other things that people, you know, can't live without are spirit boxes. And, you know, I think... I, what do you think about them? I think they're I, fun. I, I like, like I said, I think it makes it enjoyable. And I do mm-hmm. think some of the stuff that you get on those may be credible. It depends on what you're experiencing, right? If, you know what I mean? What do you think? Yep. I like them. I mm-hmm. probably will use it at every investigation. I won't necessarily use it for a long time. Right. But I think it's very interesting when, yeah, when you get something that, you're not grasping at straws trying to make it fit. You know, I played that clip however long ago, months ago, that we got at that school. And we said, hey, what's your favorite kind of car? 
and what came out was black convertible. Mm-hmm. And that it's like, wait a minute, that can't be a coincidence, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's hard enough to hear what's said on those things anyway. And then to have it say something like that mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So I think it's cool. I'm I'm over the whole, um, you know, the scanning of the stations thing. Like that drives me crazy. I can't crazy. listen. Me to too. So what I've what I've been <laughs> doing at investigations now with the the SB seven or the spirit box is the mm-hmm. the Estes method method. Yep. Right, and mm-hmm. that has been kind of interesting. I like mm-hmm. being like with the blindfold and the yep. and the headphones. So you can't hear what people are asking or you're in another room and someone can hear you, but you can't hear and see them. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of interesting. It's cool, isn't it? really can hear. Yeah. And you're just saying, because you have no idea what anybody is talking about. Mm-hmm. That's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. You know, I do enjoy that. I think it's, it's, yep. I was watching a clip though, and I won't say who, but it was, they were using a spirit box and it was really slow. Mm-hmm. They had the 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 rate that it scans that is so yep. slow that we're, lots of words can actually come out from the radio station. Like, well, it's like I don't know. I like to speed it up and do yeah. it pretty quick because right. then they really need to manipulate the piece of equipment to mm-hmm. communicate. If you're if the scanning is so slow that whoever's on the radio can say three or four words, mm-hmm. you could probably make most things fit. Yes. Yes. I think it'd be easier anyway to make things fit. Yep. So I like to do that faster scan because it really makes it, if something is coming through, spirit has to make it come through. This mm-hmm. is not going to be, you know, that we're making it fit because I agree. whatever, you know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. And yeah, I do think they're fun. And the Estes method, you're right. It. I've only done it once and we, we need to do more of that. But it was a very interesting when you're doing it and you're the one that's blindfolded and all that stuff, it's, mm-hmm. it's very interesting what you come up with, you know, and what you say and what everybody's going to, you know, how they're going to interpret that. You know, it's very, it's cool. It's just a cool thing. Yep. Yeah, I like it. I like mm-hmm. doing that. And again, I won't do the, the spirit box for a long time because no. I like to use different pieces of equipment. And mm-hmm. if if there's anybody there that wants to communicate and they're not, they're not, you know, lining up with the spirit box, then what's the point? You know, yes. let's put it away and try something else. Cause the whole point is you're wanting to communicate, not just make them use a piece of equipment mm-hmm. that they're, mm-hmm. they're not okay with. Yeah. So, and yeah, I agree. Totally. Yep. So it's a fun one. Um, the REM pod is another one that so many people have. Mm-hmm. What do you I think? I like those. those. Do you? I like them. I don't think they go, they don't, I don't know something about them when they when they work. It's kind of amazing because I don't see them getting used a lot, right? Right. So I don't know. Maybe it's just me when I'm out. They just they just sit there like a little silent witness, <laughs> just sitting there. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Come on, this is the easiest thing. All you have to do is go over there, right? And it's like right. nothing, <laughs> right? So I'm usually pretty impressed when a REM pod goes off because I'm yeah. like those just they never ever. Mm-hmm. I know. I know. And I think they're kind of pricey, aren't they? I guess I don't know. I have they, yeah, they can be. Mm-hmm. They can be. And, you know, one of the things that's kind of like that are those cat balls. Do you have any of those? Those are oh, yeah. 
pretty cheap, but you know, a lot of times they don't work. Right. So you might get a set of five and maybe three of them will work, you know? Yeah. Those are, but they're cheap. So, right. Mm. But kind of the same thing. So, I mean, if, if you have 20 or 30 bucks and you want to have something that's a little different for an investigation, those are fun to have, but and yeah. hopefully they all work for you. I don't know. Maybe well, and us, I think but. the cat toys are kind of nice. You can just put one, mm-hmm. you know, near, you know, anywhere. And yeah. it's fun when you see those light up and another yeah. piece of equipment. I'm always looking for that layering effect. Yes, right? I agree. I need mm-hmm. a couple of things to happen at the same time before I'm really starting to buy in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. something going, you know, on, turning on, turning off, whatever. Interesting. But if two things, two different pieces of equipment are going at the same time, that's cool. That's then I'm interested. I agree. Yeah. One of the more spendier pieces of equipment, and we've talked about this before, they used to be called the Connects, right? But they're called, what are they, SLR cameras or something? The SLS. SLS. SLR is my Canon. Okay, yeah. And um, they're fun, but I do think they come up with so many false positives, you know? I'm not sure that I really believe in those. Yeah. I don't... I've worked with them enough. I don't have one, but I've worked mm-hmm. with them enough to think mm-hmm. that I wouldn't put, I wouldn't buy one. No. And I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't be posting a lot of evidence with them right. and calling it paranormal because yeah, I've seen way yeah. too many false positives. Yeah. There, there's one, one video that I will show that I think there's something to it mm-hmm. that I haven't found happen ever since. I have never seen it anywhere else. Mm-hmm. And it's the only video that I will say, I think there's something there. Mm-hmm. And it was the one that I did. We were at a school in St. Louis Park and I was standing there and I said, if you know someone wants to come hold my hand and I was standing with my arms stretched out, I'm standing and looking like a, like a, you know, I've got my yeah. feet shoulder width apart. I've got my hands stretched out. And mm-hmm. I said, if someone wants to come hold my hand. And so they had an SLS camera on me and a FLIR camera. And a K2, all mm-hmm. this stuff on me. Mm-hmm. And so I was mapped in, right? You can, you see that stick figure of me. Yeah. And then you also see kind of that, that form of me as well. You know, with the SLS camera, you get both. You get, you mm-hmm. can see the human form. You can't see my features or anything or mm-hmm. my, like what color my clothes are, but you can see my form. And then within it is the stick figure, right? Mm-hmm. And all the other equipment was saying, something's here and I could feel it. Mm-hmm. I could feel someone there. Nothing showed up on the SLS. And I thought, what a rip, you know, because <laughs> this is yeah. like everything saying that there's something here and the SLS can't pick it up. It yeah. can pick up a door frame and say that there's a spirit there, mm-hmm. but nothing. And then my stick figure moved and I wasn't moving. Oh, they so were standing we, right in front of you or behind you. Right. Mm-hmm. So it was standing between me and the camera mm-hmm. and moving. It would drop its arm because it was standing exactly in my form. And it would drop mm-hmm. an arm and then drop another arm because we asked it to. We said, well, wait a minute. Are you standing here? Can you drop one of your arms? And it dropped an arm. And I did not move. Right. So that I thought was interesting. Is it 100%? No. But yeah. I don't see stuff like that. And that's what I need to see for an SLS to, you know, prove me wrong. Prove me Mm -hmm. it's worth taking it. Do something like that. Otherwise, no. Well, that's the whole layered effect, too, that we're talking about. You know, three or four different things all together. Yeah, I don't think they're worth the money. And they are pretty pricey, you know. So, 
it's not something that I would invest in. We don't have one either. We've used one, you know, a few mm-hmm. times and they're fun. They are fun. Absolutely. Yep. But I know can- a few people that have them and swear mm-hmm. by them and that's, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I think there's too many things. Oh, it's crawling on the piece of furniture. Oh, it's yes. on the floor. Oh, it's a dog. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. You know, mm-hmm. the scrunched up, you know, crinkly looking whatever up mm-hmm. in a corner. It's like, well, there's something there. And it's like, well, there could be, but every other piece of equipment that I'm putting over in the corner gives me nothing. Right. So I don't know. Is it what just is it? mapping yeah. something into the shadow that it's detecting? You know, even though the shadow is coming from the outside? Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Um, and then, of course, there's the FLIR. That's the other super expensive piece mm-hmm. of equipment. I'm not crazy about those either, to be honest. I think they're fun. It's an entertaining piece of equipment, just well, like the Connect. I I think it's kind of like uh, when you're talking about temperature and paranormal investigating, I don't find myself using the temperature gun mm-hmm. a lot, no, even though, either. you know, you get cold spots you get, and you use the temperature mm-hmm. gun and it's not showing anything big mm-hmm. or whatever. It, so you get the temperature equipment like a flare yeah. or a temperature gun or whatever, and they're fine, the, you know, helpful to have around. But boy, when you really need to prove something, it's helpful to have a flare camera because those things, like when we, we were at Ohio State Reformatory, what, eight years ago, and Tim was attacked, we used it to prove that he his core body temperature had actually dropped mm-hmm. because we could compare him to right. all the other people on our team and see that he was actually, he's not, you can't fake that, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You can't be a blue human no. on a FLIR camera. Nope. It's, it's, we should have taken him to the emergency room, I'm guessing, yeah. but we didn't. Um, but you can't be a blue or purple human on no. a FLIR. No. You can't fake that. Red and yellow. Yeah. No. Right. So when it's helpful, it's really helpful. But otherwise, yeah, other, it's like, hmm. Flares. Otherwise, again, worth the money. Mm. Even as a even as a cryptid researcher, I'm not sure they're worth the money because we've had them out in the woods, and I just haven't found quite the use for them that other people. Although they're coming out with some less expensive alternatives, mm-hmm. so that might be worth it just to have one handy in case, like in you know, case. or you know, if you're you're hearing footsteps, and maybe mm-hmm. you can use that to see. It, are there mm-hmm. hot spots on the floor from mm-hmm. something just having walked across? Like that's cool. Then I'm yeah. I'm interested in that. But yeah. and if it's if it's less expensive, then I'm I'm game to have it because why well, not? But yeah. And if it's less expensive and and not difficult to use, like I right. think some of those flares, you have to figure out how to use them, and it takes so long to figure out how to use them. You know, it's like okay, this is ridiculous. You right. Know? Or if it's, it's so. If it's so inexpensive, the quality of the image is garbage. It's not good either. I don't, right. I don't want that. <laughs> right. That's not right. worth it. I don't want to spend the money on no. something that doesn't. I don't know. Me either. Me either. Yeah. And then there's always the, okay, so, and then K2s. I mean, everybody has K2s. Love. Most love. people do anyway, right? Love my K2. I do too. And then there's it's such the a simple meter. little piece of equipment. You can't screw it yeah. up. And right? it's not heavy, and it's well. Not I shouldn't say you can't screw it up. You can totally screw it up. <laughs> can, oh yeah, but you know, it, it always but, makes me laugh when I see someone using it and they're swinging it around. They're like, "Look, there's something here." I'm like, "Set it down," because every time you move it, set it, it down. <laughs> got to be still. It's got to be still. It's kind of one of the only things. Um, 
And then there's the millimeter, which really does the same thing. But you know, the millimeter has a temperature on there too, right? It's, got, it's I do the like temperature. my millimeters. It's the K2. It's the you know EMF detector. Yours has like REM pods on yours, which yeah. is really cool. I had never mm-hmm. seen that before. We did our. Um, I have one of each. One has a K2 and one has a REM pod, mm-hmm. as well as all the other cool. stuff, which I I love. Yep. That. So I mean, they have different things on each one of them, and yeah, they are cool. So you know, they're cool too, but. K2 really is the basic thing. I do like I do like my millimeter for sure. So I always have that. I always have my K. I have several K2 meters as well. So yeah, I don't know. Is there anything? What else would you? What else have I missed? I think I've gone through most of them, right? There's always yeah. more out there. I think there's so much stuff now. I mean, I, you go to any paranormal investigating online you know, equipment store and there's so many gadgets. I have, uh, I think, I don't know if you've seen it. It's the cat K2 meter. Uh, well, it's like a, oh, it's like a REM pod actually where it, but it's in a form of a black cat and it looks kind of real. Like in the dark, you'd think it's a real cat. Oh, really? And it's so cool, but Tim needs to fix something in it and he has the part and he can't find it. I'm like, let me just buy you the another part because I want this thing out because it's so cool. It looks like a real cat, which I think could be an interesting trigger item, right? Mm-hmm. Some people are drawn to animals. So mm-hmm. could they use this? You know, they, they come towards it. Mm-hmm. Some people are freaked out by black cats. So that could be a trigger mm-hmm. item for a different reason. So yeah, it's a really cool, it's a REM pod though. If you get close to it, it will make noise and light up. That's cool. But it's a stuffed animal cat. Yeah, it's really cool. I like that. I like that. It's hmm. only worked once because, again, hello, REM pod, nothing, right? Yeah. It sits there like this innocent yeah. little witness doing absolutely nothing. Yep. I don't know. But when they work, it's yep. super cool. So I still yep. drag those stupid things around because <laughs> it's like, just put it out. You never know. Well, yeah, you got to have it all, you know. Um, oh, Jerry's back on the St. Anthony thing. He's saying, Heidi... Did you know there is an old Popper's gravesite? Really? I didn't even know that. Do tell. Yeah, do, do tell. tell us where. I didn't know anything about that. Wow. Interesting. Jerry's yeah, got so, all sorts of goods tonight on um, info. No kidding. But yeah, so, I, you know, th- there's and there's always new. Oh, one of the ones I will say, and they don't even make them anymore, but I don't know, about 10 years ago, there was this paranormal team out of Colorado that made paranormal equipment. And one of the things they made was something called um, uh, pro an e-probe. So it's like kind of the same thing, right? It's an EMF detector, but it's on like a, like a stick, right? It's like a probe and it actually is cool. It is cool. Ours broke, but then, uh, and they don't make them anymore, but one of our, members that has since left sim and who knows may come back people do that right you know we all leave and come back and whatever but he donated his to us and i'm so excited to have it back but it's like like an antenna you know and it probes right and so if you think there's i remember specifically one time there was a spirit and we could you know we kind of outlined the spirit with this pro it was the coolest thing too bad they don't make them anymore but cool thing to have just Hmm, get your hands on one they are really cool, and I can't even remember what the name of the team was that made them. Jerry, you're on the you're on here, so you should tell us who made those. That they're not around anymore, but maybe you might oh, be able to find some somewhere. Name. But 
the they E-Pro. were cool. <laughs> and we have one now. I'm so excited. But um, a, it sounds cool, but the name is weird. Yeah, E-Probe. Oh, you know, I think I know where that is, Jerry, now that you're saying this. It's over by my Aunt Dorothy's old house. Mm-hmm. I do know where that is. Back to the cemetery, everyone. It's um, <laughs> it's a little ways away from the, the, the Yeah, it's a ways away from here. the... I know, right? <laughs> it's a ways away from the community center, but close, you know? Well, we can drive by after the class. Yep, yep. So... Okay, Colorado Paratech. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, they made a lot of cool stuff, but I wish they would make those again because I would buy another one. But um, since we're talking about Jerry, let's, you know, we'll push the calling 2.0, which is our sibling radio show. And tomorrow night, Jerry is going to talk with Rini, the doll healer. They're going to chat about small town paranormal Illinois and psychic kids. So that's tomorrow night at... 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the Para-X Radio Network. So tune in for that because it'll be a good one. Nice. Um, yeah, e-probe. <laughs> I know it's bizarre, right? It's the probe. <laughs> we all laugh about that on our team. But it's it a is terrible like name. <laughs> it is Why would you really name something that? No kidding. No kidding. That's going to be on my least favorite piece of equipment just because of the name. <laughs> It's, it's on the coolest the piece of equipment, let me tell you. But yeah, it's it's very cool. Sometime when we're doing, maybe I'll bring it to the, um, if we do a seance here for the Halloween show, I'll bring it. And we'll see. If we <laughs> yeah, you should. I, I should. need to see this. The e-probe. Yes. I need to see the e-probe. Because it is far <laughs> out. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. Well. So, well, this has been fun talking about all this equipment and what we think about it and what our favorites are. And it's it's, it's funny that you and I have the same basic three. I have four because I have the camera. But other than that, the same pieces of equipment that come with us no matter what, you know. So, and like I said, for those of you out there who just want to start paranormal investigating, you know, just flashlight for sure flashlight and if you can get yourself a voice recorder or I guess if you can use your phone even you know like Heidi but just make sure it's on airplane mode there are voice recorders on there that you can use if you can't uh, pony up enough Uh, you know you just don't have the funds to buy a voice recorder but you need a voice recorder and like I said I have my camera and a K2 is always great and K2s aren't even that expensive anymore they've really come down in price they're like 20 bucks yeah, you know, so. I mean, depends on the time of year. Because closer to right. Halloween, the price goes up, I think. But yeah, they range 20, 30 bucks, usually mm-hmm. not too expensive. So. so it's not that expensive. And the other pieces of equipment, they're fun, they're useful, but they're kind of more for the entertainment. Although I do like the spirit box. You know, we did chat about that. And they're a little more pricey, but you just don't have them on the whole time because right. they drive you crazy, you know? So, yep. yep. Well, cool beans. Well, this was fun. Yeah. It was fun to kind of just hash over all all things paranormal, too. Yep. You know? So, um, I think we're probably, it's 8.59, so we should just wind up the show. So, thank you all for joining us tonight, and have a great week. And for those of you who are in the military, for the troops who may be listening, thank you so much for listening. And, of course... Be safe and thank you for your service. 
And everybody in the chat room, thanks for your chatter tonight. We enjoyed having you. And those of you out there in uh, radio world, internet world, thank you for listening. We love having you with us. Para X, thank you so much for hosting us. And Sarge, most amazing producer on the planet, thank you for pulling this together once again. See you all next week. Night.